Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Politics Unboxed. This is our impeachment update episode 2. So, after, what was it now, two days ago, the uh, Senate debating on the rules. Now it's time to see how the sort of opening gambits in the impeachment trial have gone. So, a quick roundup of what was, I suppose, Wednesday's action. So House Democrats began their prosecution, so they have their impeachment managers who are essentially acting for the prosecution, and they were summing up their opening arguments to remove Trump from office. So Adam Schiff, who I talked about a lot in the last impeachment episode, he was the House Intelligence Committee chairman and a Democrat, he's urged Republican senators to protect US democracy by voting to remove Trump not sure how much of a reaction he's going to get. It all depends on how the ups and downs of this trial end up. But his opening gambit is saying, protect our democracy. He has also warned that senators would undermine our global standing. That's the USA's global standing. Um, if they don't sort of choose the acquittal. Now, Trump, Trump has been tweeting, as Trump does. And he's in the World Economics Forum meet in Davos, that's uh, in Switzerland. He has uh, sort of tweeted he might come and sit in the front row to stare at the corrupt faces of Democrats. Well, that's quite a threat. Of course, people can come in and sit in on the Senate. Uh, you can pay, or no, it's actually free if you enter the Capitol building, you can get a free ticket to watch the Senate in session. So Trump could quite legally and legitimately do that. Come in and stare. I think Democrats would have issue with the adjective corrupt, but it's an opinion that we've definitely seen Donald Trump holds most vociferously. So the Democrats have their 24 hours. They've had about, I'm not sure, about six of them, perhaps, maybe even less. Uh, and they have up to three days in which to use those remaining sort of 18 hours and then after that it's time for the prosecution in fact the defense trump's defense counsel with uh, pat cipollone they will then have three days to rebut so this trial could be over sort of next week very weird to think that all of this ferrari has finally coming to a head now there's been a poll put out by pew research center and this poll is actually quite, well, if you believe it, bad for the president. It says that 51% of people now support Trump being removed from office by impeachment. Only 46% saying uh, Trump should stay. Um, obviously there's a, a margin of error in there, and there are some responses that said don't know. But if you take that poll at face value, uh, it was conducted over the past couple of weeks, um, it's not looking brilliant for the president, and if he does remain in office, which it looks likely he will, public opinion will be what he has to focus on. Because all of this, all of these arguments, whether Trump stays in office or is removed, they will simply come up again in November. Whichever candidate, especially if it's Joe Biden, whichever candidate runs against the president, or in fact any of the senators, who are involved in this impeachment trial, so Amy Klobuchar, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, if any 
Democrat comes up against the president, or whoever is running instead of Trump if he gets impeached and removed from office, these arguments will come up again. Whatever happens. Now, the poll went on to say that around 63% of Americans thought Trump was doing something either definitely or probably illegal during his time in office or whilst running for president. Now, this one could hurt Trump more. This is a larger swing towards the illegal, and this has come from bipartisan agreement. So when you see that Trump should be removed from office and Trump should stay in office, that is actually 85% of Democrats who were asked think Trump should be kicked out, and 86% of Republicans asked think he should stay. This time, it's a mixture of Democrats and Republicans. We haven't got the exact figures, but it's certainly more bipartisan than in the high 80s on both sides of the spectrum. It's even worse when you ask the question, did Trump do something that was unethical during his time in office or whilst running for president? Because that is 70% saying it's either definitely or probably unethical. And that's, again, very bad for the president, because if he wins and stays in office, he has to court public opinion all over again, and if he's lost it here, well, it's much easier to lose public opinion and to lose public support than it is to gain it. Now, an interesting part of this uh, study from the Pew Research Centre, as I've said before, is the percentage of people who were surveyed who think it will be a fair and reasonable impeachment trial. Now, they were looking, how confident are you that Republicans in the Senate will be fair and reasonable during the impeachment trial? Now, 56% of people said that either Republicans would be not at all reasonable or not too reasonable during the impeachment trial. 43% saying they would be either somewhat or very. When it's Democrats in the Senate, they, of respondents, 51% said they would either be not at all or not too reasonable and 48% said somewhat or very reasonable. Now that's a minor win for the Democrats there on who they think would be more reasonable in the impeachment, but it's really not much. It's not enough. Uh, there's obviously margin of error in that, and also the inherent, this is a poll, this is a survey. But what this survey does say is that there is a marginal appetite for impeachment, Quite a few people think there's something unethical or possibly illegal done, and people just on balance think that Republicans will be less fair and reasonable than the Democrats in the Senate. And all of that's interesting, because as well as the presidential election, we've got uh, a House election year and senators coming up for re-election. So it's very important for all people in the House, in the Senate, and in the White House to keep the public firmly on their side. Now, the original opening statements from Adam Schiff, he quotes Alexander Hamilton, as I actually said, said yesterday, Trump has called the trial a disgrace. Well, there's something that is, I think, slightly disgraceful. In Adam Schiff's opening presentation, there were about 23 empty seats. That's nearly a quarter of the jury not there to hear the presentation. Now, some of them will have been out for stretching their legs, they've been there for quite a while, 
But uh, Michael McAuliffe, um, a journalist over there in America, said some of them have been out of there for a while. If you are not listening to the debate or to the presentations, as on pain of imprisonment, senators are not allowed to interrupt any of the proceedings. Something interesting that the sergeant of arms had to say uh, earlier on, sort of yesterday, actually the day before. Uh, if they're not there to listen to the arguments, how can it even have the pretense of being a fair trial? Now, of course, Republicans would say, well, of course, it isn't a fair trial. This is a political act. The Democrats have brought this upon themselves, and they're always going to acquit the president. It's people like Lindsey Graham, uh, who's a very, very stern and staunch defender of the president and definitely not a proponent of impeachment and removal. But as there were, I think he had 21 Republicans and two Democrats not there. And that's only a couple of hours into the opening statement of the House's lead impeachment manager. And you can't really suggest that there is anything other than simply ignoring arguments or not wanting to hear them. Um, there's a little bit of discrepancy between how different senators are taking the trial, even when they are in the room. Now, Ali Zasloff, another journalist out there, on the Senate floor has noted that Senator Mike Lee was uh, fiercely taking notes during the remarks of Adam Schiff. He even had to massage his hand because he was uh, writing too fast and it was causing him cramp. But Senator Rand Paul, also very focused, but on his crossword puzzle. Now that's slightly disheartening for me, because I, I would have thought that at least senators would have taken this impeachment seriously, but it does seem that even though there is the pretense of a fair trial being put up by the Republicans, there is, quite simply, no way in which they can even pretend that by not listening to evidence, they are hearing the arguments. Now, we're just going to return to the opening statements of Adam Schiff and indeed the, the rest of the House impeachment managers who've been laying out some degree of their, their opening statements. And they, they referred to Alexander Hamilton in the opening statement. And one particular thing that was interesting is that Alexander Hamilton said that an illegal act, so in sort of common law or, or statute law, is not required for impeachment. It does not have to actually break the law to be an impeachable offence. It just has to sort of bring the office into disrepute. The, the terms in the Constitution, uh, the, well, the vague term, which we've got bribery and treason, but high crimes and misdemeanours. So read into that what you will. And believe me, senators from the Republicans and the Democrats will most certainly read into it whatever they will. Now, that look that an illegal act is not required for an impeachment was, in fact, a mainstay of um, the Republican attempt to impeach Bill Clinton in 1998. And this is a wonderful parallel. We have essentially a lot of the same figures arguing now on the exact opposite side of the debate. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer was defending Bill Clinton, saying this impeachment was a politically motivated thing in 1998, and now he is attacking President Trump, saying this impeachment is not politically motivated, this is done out of duty. Mitch McConnell was attacking President Clinton in 1998, uh, saying that this is um, quite clearly uh, an impeachable offence, and now he is saying that no, this does not rise to the level of illegality, and Trump should not be impeached. 
and indeed even one of Trump's lawyers. Trump's own lawyer, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but in 1998 he said that it does not need to be an illegal act to impeach the president, and now he has been on CNN and has said it does take an illegal act to impeach the president. These parallels make you really love the hyper-partisanship of American democracy. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful system, and I say that with utmost sincerity, and I don't know why you would ever think anything else. The final thing I want to move on to today is the prospect of a witness swap, which was raised late last night uh, by Senate Republicans, and they said that we will subpoena John Bolton if the Democrats agree to order a subpoena for Hunter Biden. Now, it may be that people have forgotten Hunter Biden was even a part of this impeachment ordeal, but he is sort of the thing that kicks it all off. The phone call to President Zelensky from President Trump uh, is intimately related to the Hunter Biden case. Uh, if you believe the Democratic argument, or the Democrats' argument, the quid pro quo was to investigate Hunter Biden, and then we'll give you all the, uh, the military aid in the meeting at the White House. Um, of course, the Democrats' argument against this witness swap is that Hunter Biden is not relevant to the impeachment crimes of the president. Hunter Biden, apart from being the catalyst, has absolutely nothing to do with why Donald Trump is up on trial. So Chuck Schumer, the Senate Minority Leader, has essentially turned down this offer, which means that the Democrats may well not get John Bolton, who is something, someone they have really seriously been looking for, because he could turn the tables of this impeachment trial. He is very much a hawk in terms of American foreign policy. He's a neoconservative, sort of George W. Bush's archetypal um, Republican. And what he has to say could be very interesting. He was Trump's national security advisor for a while. He has details of how the White House worked, and his testimony could potentially swing the trial. But, at least on current proposals, he is not going to be brought to the Senate floor to give testimony. Well, that was quite a bit to pack in. I do understand. There was a good old poll, and yes, definitely. Remember what I said earlier, do take that poll result with a pinch of salt. I've been... Yes, I've been stung by one or two polls in the past few years. But it is certainly interesting to see, even if it isn't exact, sort of the trends in that there is a shift towards that Trump is doing something illegal or the perception Trump is doing something illegal or unethical and a very small lead for his removal from office. Keep an eye out on impeachment. There will be another impeachment update whenever something else big happens. There'll probably be one tomorrow. Um... Maybe the day after, if there's a different topic I want to cover tomorrow. But spread the word. This is politics.unboxed on Instagram. I'm on Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Spotify, Anchor. Um, where else? They'll be in the, the new trailer. But if you want to see something new covered, send me any comments, and I'll see if we can get them into a 15-minute podcast. This one's over, going to overrun by probably a minute, but it's all right. I hope it's been an enjoyable podcast and I hope to see you all around here soon for the next one. Bye-bye.